now. Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. Hello and welcome to Tom, Lou and Jack's Best Bits podcast. We are on more Radio Breakfast every single weekday morning between 7 and 11am. It is utter madness and chaos. It's brilliant. Here are the highlights from the last seven days. Tom, Lou and Jack. The Best Bits. Even more Radio Breakfast. More this is the moment everybody's been waiting for this morning. Since I mentioned it an hour ago, I the amount of messages I've had. Yeah, loads. I mean, it's my computer's smoking. There's so many things <laughs> coming in. I'm going to play you something now, which is quite extraordinary. So everyone quiet down. Um, pull over in your car if you need to, because you will need to, and turn up your radios. I have audio here of a seal, okay, speaking English. And not just a word, a whole sentence. It, I mean, it's groundbreaking. It's world-changing stuff. Why English, I wonder? Because the seal's English. If it's a French seal, it'll be speaking French. Uh-huh. It's from Kent. <laughs> it's from Kent. Okay. Uh, are you ready? This is a seal um, called Hoover. The seal's called Hoover, and it's saying these words. It's repeating something its keeper well, has no, just don't, said. Don't, oh, well, I don't want to know what he says. I want to see if I can decide it myself. Yeah. Well, uh, fine. I'll, okay, I'll play it <laughs> you, and you'll see. You, okay. okay. Here is, and this is genuine, this is a seal speaking English. Thank what you. the hell was that? Thank you so much. What the hell was that? That is a seal saying, Hoover, get over here. Come on, come on. I want you. Okay. And one more. Okay. For the last bitches to grunt. You don't like that one? No. Okay, fine. I've got a killer whale here saying, hello, bye-bye. Are you ready? Go this on. is a real. This is a promise. This is a killer whale saying hello, bye bye. Okay. That is extraordinary. <laughs> that is. It's extraordinary. even worse. It's even worse than the seal. That's a killer whale saying hello, bye bye. Is no? that language? No. Fine. I didn't want to have to do this, but you've pushed me into a corner. I've now got a beluga whale singing. Oh, I do like to be beside the seaside. <laughs> Are you oh, ready? Yeah, I didn't on. want to have to go this far down the line, but I'm going to. Just to prove to you that oh, yeah. animals do speak English. Here's a, a, a beluga whale singing, Oh, I do like to live B. <laughs> beside the seaside. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you are... You are welcome. <laughs> oh, Tom. I told you. It's world-changing stuff. <laughs> Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. You know this whole bubble thing we were chatting about just now? If you're a single person, you can pick a family to kind of become attached to. Yeah. I've been snubbed by my own mother. Oh, well, that's sad. So what's, I know. So y- your mum doesn't want to come out and see you? <laughs> she's chosen the gardener, Jack. <laughs> no, she's, cho- she's chosen my sister right. uh, over me because my mum lives on her own, so she's entitled to this bubble thing. But, yeah, I mean, I've been taking her shopping every single week for the last, what, three months? And, no, she's picked Emily, hasn't she? Ooh. You've been shopping at the wrong supermarket. You need yeah. to go Waitrose. That's the thing. with Lidl. <laughs> I think I know what this is. It would seem to me that your mum obviously doesn't like your boyfriend, Pete. 
<laughs> oh, maybe it's Pete's fault. This is it. It's all down to Pete. Or maybe she just doesn't want to come out and watch reruns of Jonathan Creek, hey. <laughs> which is all you and Pete seem to watch. She loves Jonathan Creek. She's the woman who got me into Jonathan Creek. Well, it's definitely Pete then, isn't it? What have you done, <laughs> Peter? What's going on, yeah. It's tricky, though. Like, if, you know, your mum's got to choose between her two daughters. I think it's probably because she's not seen Emily since March. I think that's probably the logic. No, it's Pete. It's Pete. <laughs> Now, Jack, I know you're particularly excited about the return of the football. Oh, yeah, me and my boys, Eddie and Ruby, my kids, we cannot wait. We cannot wait. Come on! Week tomorrow. Is it week tomorrow? Well, yeah, so the Albion have got five home games uh, left, and they've decided what they're going to do, because obviously they can't have people at the stadium. It's going to be empty. They're not going to leave it completely empty, because that would just be too sad. So they're going to fill it with cardboard cutouts of the fans. Well, they've done this in Germany, because the Bundesliga, the German league is up and running, and they've done this with a... A, f- a few of the grounds there, and then they're pumping in effect, crowd effect noises, sound effects <laughs> over the PA and stuff. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can have your own one. It costs you twenty quid. Oh, cool! You send them a photo, and they will make a cardboard cutout of you and pop it on a chair. Why not? Do you know what I mean? That's a great idea. I mean, look, it's obviously far from normal, but at least it might help the players a little bit, you know? And you get to time. show your support, and if yeah. some of it goes to charity as well. <laughs> Jack will be the only one who will be facing away from the pitch with his bum out. <laughs> that would be you, Jack, I'm 45 <laughs> years old, Tom. <laughs> and I mean, still it happens. No, that's out of order, man. I mean, look, I haven't done a Moony for at least a month. You were only 44 the last time. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that when you were little? Moody! Moody! Okay, clearly great. you two cannot be trusted Let's bring back the Moony! No! Yeah. Yeah. Get a list! When is a good idea? What's your, uh, your favourite kind of Moony? Oh, up up against sake. the glass window. Oh, is it? oh no, yeah. my favourite kind of Moony, without a doubt, is out a moving car window. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. What am I working with? <laughs> right, boys, can we play a song? Right, tomorrow's going to be Moony Wednesday. Oh, where I saw this going. <laughs> Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. Even more Radio Breakfast. Uh, I want to talk about professionalism uh, for just a second, if I may, please. I'll take my job very seriously. I'm professional, as, as is Tom. Uh, I always thought that Lou was as well until I saw this. So just to let you know how this works here uh, when you have a breakfast show, you have a thing called a show map, which is you look at it and you know what songs are going where, and then you place bits of content you want to talk about in the map. And then underneath that map, there is a list of content bits uh, that we're waiting to place. So it might go into tomorrow it might go in later in the show and i just want to get to some of lou's bits here yeah. we talked about this earlier it's just a line says you can get your own face printed on a mask yeah which is a bit we did earlier uh, ben and jerry's have started putting crisps in ice cream. we're not meant to look at each other's because uh, we might surprise each other that we did earlier and then there's a few more bits and then in big bold letters nipple debate <laughs> now what the hell is that all about I mean, what is that about? A nipple debate. Well, now you're asking Lou to set up this piece of large content well, and we I, don't have time. I want to know what's going on with nipples. Yeah. Well, this, uh, you know what? When this happened, I immediately thought of you, Jack. Okay. And that is why I wrote it in the show map. It's a discussion that uh, me and my boyfriend had last night and I can't remember how we got into it. Well, I don't want to know how you got into it, but frankly. the question was, and you're going to like this. Yes. What animal would look best with nipples. Now, we're not talking like a mammal that's already got them. We're talking like a crab with nipples or like a fish with nipples. Ridiculous, right? Okay. Well, I'm thinking now. I'm going to go because it goes hand in hand 
with the great tit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can better that. No. Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. So I've thought long and hard about whether I should mention this on the show. So let's do it. Why not? Um, let's open up. I am on the verge of making a purchase. Ooh, okay. That my wife is labelled a midlife crisis. Oh, God. <laughs> well, what could that be then? Let's, let's think about that. It's not at all. Does Mid- it involve... Is it something for the garden? No. Well, actually, no. a few years ago, I... Uh, well, I said about four years ago, I got a convertible car and you said I was having a midlife crisis. How, how much older than you am I? How, what do you know? I'm 40, 41. Yes, now. I'm four years old, and you said I was having a midlife. Yeah. So this would have been when I was about 41. So yeah. come on, what is it then? It's a moped. I was going to say, is it motorised? <laughs> a moped? Why would you want a moped? You've got cars. Well, I know, but. And you so can drive them. It's and a you're little, not 14. Yes, I know. But it's a little fun thing for me just to bomb around town, um, nip into town, or go and see a mate, socially distancing, of course. But it's a little, just a little treat, and they're not ridiculously expensive. No, and I I mean, a bit of freedom. I think it's fun. You need to talk to me about this because I mean obviously you say I'm having a midlife crisis well I have a motorbike I love my motorbike uh, when you say a moped yeah what what do, what exactly do you mean do you mean something cool like a Vespa or something like the Deliveroo riders ride well unfortunately it's gonna have to be Deliveroo because I can't afford a Vespa and I've had a, f- a look on Auto Trader at a few second handers. Oh, no. But mate, Jack, you've got a bike. You and I could go. You've got a real bike. You could go. Ri- <laughs> we could go riding together. We're like wingman. It'd be great. <laughs> oh my god. It'd be like. And then, so I have. I have a. I have a really cool bike. It's called a Mutt, and it looks like Steve McQueen's bike from uh, The Great Escape. Yeah. I'm not going cruising with you on your little moped with a, with, with a basket on the front. What? It'll, it'll be. It'll be. You know what it'll look like? It'll look like a dad on one on like on a proper bike with one of those little sort of mini bikes that's attached to the back with a yeah. little boy behind. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Lou. Just pedalling away going, yeah, I'm keeping up, Daddy. Fine, I'm not going to offer you what I was going to offer you, Lou. What were you going to offer me? Well, you pass mine on the way to work every day, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to suggest maybe in the summer when it's a nice morning you could leave the car at mine and I could give you a backy to work. <laughs> It's about three Tom, hours. You can't do that unless you've got a full bike license, which you don't have because you haven't passed your CBT yet. <laughs> this is a 50cc machine, right? This is going to kick butt. 50cc. <laughs> when you sit on a 50cc, you're a big, big enough lad. It'll only go 20 mile an hour. And then when Lou's on the back, it'll only go five. <laughs> My wife laughed because our lawnmower is 75cc. (laughs) (laughs) Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. So here's three tips scientists have come up with to distract yourself from pain. Okay. Okay. The first one they suggest is to have a sleep. Oh, that's handy, isn't it? <laughs> right, yeah. How you doing in there, darling? You're fine. I'm at eight centimetres. Baby, you'll be here in an hour. I'm just going to have a nap. Yeah. Right. The second tip for distracting yourself from pain. Okay, so you've broken your arm. They say, go and have fun. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> How you doing in there, baby? Yeah, fine. I'm eight and a half centimetres now. I'm just going down off the Alton Towers. <laughs> so you bang your head. You've got a big gash on your arm from yeah. an accident. The third tip to distract yourself from pain, according to this research, is... <laughs> Go on. Is, is do some exercise. Have <laughs> <laughs> scientists They're ever been in really pain? How you doing in there, darling? Yeah, I'm nine centimetres now, but I'm on my 78th push up. <laughs> Even more radio breakfast with Tom, Lou, and Jack. The best bits. Jack. Yes, my love. Have you got yourself a face mask yet? 
Uh, no, I haven't. You did make me one, yeah. which I appreciated, but it was made out of uh, knicker elastic, which I just felt uncomfortable about. You appreciated so much, you've yet to take it home. Yeah, because I, 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 I don't lie to my friends. I'm being honest with you. I won't wear it. It's a bit pervy. <laughs> okay. Well, I found an alternative for uh, you. Okay, lovely. Um, this is a company in India that starts you making face masks of your face. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's interesting. Good. So you send them a photo of yourself and they will print the bottom half of your face, make it into a mask and send it back. Ooh. Which is kind of a good idea because I, I guess, I mean, for doctors and nurses, there's been a massive issue with like patients not being able to see who's treating them and it's a little bit scary if you're already in that situation in hospital and then there's all these people sort of wrapped up and you can't see them. Um, there were some that had like pinned photos of themselves to their clothes. So um, right. the pa- patients had a better idea of who's treating them, which is a lovely idea. So this is kind of a good idea, but imagine when you're talking. It's going to be like yeah. you've had Botox. Well, I wouldn't choose my own face yeah, no, no, no. I'm thinking yeah. Clooney. Yeah, man. Well, I was going Brad Pitt. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, bear in mind, you've still got the top half is you. Oh, well, then I'll go a woman. I'll go Rita Ora. <laughs> <laughs> no, Theresa May. <laughs> Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. Uh, let's play Jack the Lads, What's the Word? How does the game work, Lou? How does it work? Okay, well, lots of people have texted. There's an awful lot of people. And we've randomly selected a lovely lady called Cherise. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, Charisse. Are the lambs still screaming? <laughs> that is a good Silence of the Lambs impression. <laughs> what is going on? What, Julian Clary? That's Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the... Hello, Charisse. Are the lambs still screaming? It's Julian Clary. I've got Julian Clary. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Hi, Charisse. Hello. Crazy Friday morning. Welcome to the madhouse. How are you doing this morning? Because I'm beginning to lose the will to live. (laughs) I'm all right. Thanks. What are your plans for the weekend? Doing anything exciting? Um, I might see some friends at a distance in the garden. That's exciting. That's really good. Um, And we've got a lot of money up for grabs. What would you spend it on? We have. I'm just going to put it away, I think, and just enjoy when we're allowed to do things again. Yeah. So, Sounds like yeah, a plan, Talking like I've won it. <laughs> no, listen, well, listen. We'd love to give you the money. Um, we'd love to be able to put it in your bank so you can have a lovely holiday with your family when everything goes back to normal. Uh, but before we could do that, you've got, uh, you've got to win the competition. Because if you don't win it, you ain't getting anything. That's kind of the rule, sh- uh, Charisse. Uh, listen, my darling, have you checked the website for the wrong guesses? Yes, I have. Okay, how confident are you on a scale of 1 to 10? Oh, don't know. Maybe about 7? 7, that's not too bad. bad. Well, let's have a listen to this clip. Let's have a listen. Nick is off next week, and like the... He is. He hasn't arranged any cover. Okay, big question then. What is the word? I think it might be muffinhead. Muffinhead? No, not muffin. Mutton. Mutton. What is it? Muttonhead. Muttonhead. Like a sheep. Yeah. Not like yeah. the sheep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's lock yeah. it in. Here we go. Good luck, girl. Come on. 2,860 quid rides on this. Let's give Sharice some money. Come on. Oh, oh. oh. oh really? Yeah, well, we can't lie. Oh. We, get, we get arrested. Damn. Um, sweetheart, <laughs> sorry. It's not your time today, but there's nothing that says you can't have another go. So have a think and come back to us again another time. And in the meantime, look after yourself and your family. Have a lovely weekend. And to all of you too. Take care. Bye-bye, love. Bye-bye, Cherise. <laughs> You're so creepy. He's absolutely doing my head in what the name of that Richard E. Grant film is. Uh... 822 start, <laughs> start your text with the word Can't start your text it. with the word more what is it it's really good stop using the listeners as Google alright yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've done worse <laughs>
Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. Here's a little quirky story for you. Um, a bin that was in Worthing, just a normal sort of county council bin, um, vandals ripped it up uh, a, a couple of months back. I don't know whether they'd had a bit too much to drink. They went on the pier, rolled it off the end of the pier. Okay. Uh, which is obviously terrible. Don't do that. Oh, tell us it's ended up in Brazil or something. Well, <laughs> not Brazil, but it has ended up in Germany. Yeah, go on, Bin. It spent six months cruising the seas um, and 450 miles away, a little island off the coast of Germany. Um, this bloke called Frauk has found it and he's installed it in his garden and he's now growing flowers out of it. Yeah, why not? I mean, you think that's one of the rules, isn't it? I mean, it's one of the mansions I live by. You find a bin, it's your bin. <laughs> so it's like a really... A big version of a letter in a bottle type thing. I suppose so. I don't think there's anything particularly nice in there. But Uh, That poor little thing was bobbing away in the sea. (gasps) Watching the pier disappear. His his other mate spins on the top of the pier going, Derek! 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 (laughs) Why is he called Derek? (laughs) Why can't he be called something that begins with a B? Then he's BB. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But But it's a happy ending, guys. Because bins aren't thought of as particularly desirable objects and now he's got flowers yeah it's amazing left worthing you know what i mean went across the channel found himself going up some estuaries and that the things he must have seen <laughs> but also as, as as council taxpayers we've paid for that bin so it's no, you ste- yeah, but I often like to contribute to the people of Worthing. <laughs> I'm very protective of my bins. I say this now. Anyone tries that in my bin, it's going to kick off. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, I didn't know that about you. Well, I'm known for having the two nicest bins in my street. What am I talking about? <laughs> okay. Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. Uh, now, every Friday for the last few weeks here on More Radio, we've decided to sort of spotlight, shine a spotlight on somebody local who's been doing something incredible. A bit of a Friday hero. We've had little seven-year-old Usain. He's been making bracelets for NHS workers and raising money. We had Bernie, the train driver, who's released a single. We had uh, Anne-Marie and Do Not do not Forget the Carers yes, last um, week. Yeah. This week, we've got a little boy called Harry. Yeah, and he's quite an extraordinary young man, and we're humbled to have him on the show. But before we speak to Harry, we're going to have a little chat with his mum, Selena. Selena, hello, darling. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, we're not too bad. So listen, before we speak to your little superhero, uh, just give everybody listening, if you can, uh, just a bit of background uh, on Harry and a bit of background on the condition that he lives with. Okay, so Harry's six. Uh, Harry has spina bifida. Um, He wears ankle foot orthotics and uses a wheelchair mm, 85% of the time. Um, but he's also got a little K-Walker frame that he uses normally just in the playground at school um, because he tires quite quite easily. Um, but any walking that he does is fantastic anyway because he's got no feeling on his feet, in his feet. So right. um, it's caused by nerve damage. So basically he's paralysed. And um, yeah, so and he's been, well, we'll find out what he's been doing in a minute. We will <laughs> find out what he's been doing. Selena, thank you so much. So is he there? How are you, legend? Can you hear me? Yes! Hey, here he is. Harry, listen, mate, it's lovely to have you on our show. You're absolutely more than welcome. Tell everybody where you live, first of all. What town or village do you live in, my pal? Darlington. Darlington. Very nice part of the world, the lucky lad. And tell everybody what you have been doing to raise some money. Walking. You've been walking. Yeah. And Harry, your mum says your mum says that walking for you is, is very hard. You get very tired very quickly, but you've been doing so well. What inspired you to do this, Harry? Why did you think I want to get out and walk? Come 
Captain Tom. Uh, he's a legend. So you saw, uh, well, he's Colonel now, when he Colonel? Yeah. Sir Colonel. Sir yeah. Colonel. You saw Tom Moore doing his stuff on the TV and, and you thought, do you know what? I can have a go at that. Is that what happened? You saw him walking with his frame, didn't you? Yeah. And you said, well, I've got a frame like that. Um, and then, yeah, that was it. not red. It's not red, no. Harry's <laughs> <laughs> is red, yeah. Yours is a lot cooler. He, yeah, he saw him walking and he said, um, you know, I walk like that and with my frame. Your has got stickers on it. <laughs> well and, done. Uh, yeah, so then he said, well, why don't we raise some money for the NHS? And, uh, and that's what he's been doing. So. And Harry... Harry, tell us if you do you know the exact amount of money that you've raised? Six thousand six hundred and five pounds. Six thousand six hundred and five pounds. That's incredible. That's amazing. We only set a target of a hundred pounds, so we are absolutely blown away with everyone's generosity, and it's gone right up the country. Um, we've had donations in the post from far as. Scotland because Aww. he's been in the papers up there and wow. yeah and the Telegraph and things like that so everybody's just been truly amazing um, in such a, a difficult time for everybody for so sure it's been it's been lovely really Selena and it's also a good video for Harry as well really good video yeah tell people where they need to go to give some money to this superstar that you've got. So on Just Giving, if you just look at Harry's look for Harry's walk um, and you'll see him and he'll like pop up. It. Well, I think what we'll do is, Lou, can we get that tweeted out? Yeah, yeah the, definitely. We'll, we'll get that tweeted out from the Moore account. Obviously, the three of us are going to give you some money, Harry, because we think you're amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what else to say, Harry, other than that you're a very special young lad and your mum is very, very proud yeah. of you, as you should be. We're proud that you're a Sussex boy. So I'll tell you what we'll do, Harry. When all this yeah. is done, when, when everything hopefully goes back to normal and lockdown is stopped and we can see people, that, we'd love to have you and your family come in here at Moore and you have breakfast with us and you watch us do the radio show and we'll let you press some buttons and we'll put you on the microphones and all that. How does that sound? Yes. That sounds good, does it, mate? Uh, now. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's more it's the least we can do. Uh Selena, he's an extraordinary man. Harry, you're a brilliant young man. Um keep doing what you're doing, but look after yourselves. Take care of yourself, Harry, yes? Yeah, it's got a shine. Oh, oh, well, just uh, uh, Selena, honestly, what an amazing young man and obviously Thank yourself you so as well much, for, for raising him the way you are. We salute you, you're a hero, and we're very, very proud to call you our friends. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. The best bits from Tom, Lou and Jack. More Radio.